Hey, everybody, it's Ron Johnson, and this is the Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. Got a loaded show for you today. Spice Adams is going to join us. He got drafted by the San Francisco 49ers, but he's from Detroit. This NFC Championship is going to be fun to talk about. But Carl Anthony Towns, Joel Embiid, 70 points and 60 points. This hasn't happened since I think like the 70s or something. Um, George Gervin and I forgot the other person they were going for the scoring title, and they did in the same night. This just happened to us where we saw it. One team did it in victory. Another team did it in kind of an embarrassing fashion. We'll talk about that next and much more on the Ron Johnson Show. Locked on Sports Minnesota Podcasts. It's endless Minnesota Vikings talk with the diverse voices of your local experts. Now the Ron Johnson Show. On the field, in the broadcast booth, Ron Johnson is Minnesota sports. He's played with them, hung out with them, and grown up with all the big names in Minnesota sports. They're hanging out with Ron Johnson. It's the Ron Johnson Show on the Locked On Sports Minnesota podcast. And it starts now. Hey everybody, it's Ron Johnson. This is the Ron Johnson Show on Locked On Sports Minnesota. I want everybody to know today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Like I always tell you guys, I've done it. Simple, it's easy, secure, and the tickets are right there on your phone. Make sure you download the Game Time app. Use Locked On to get $20 off your first purchase. Well, as I bring my producer to the show, Sam Ekstrom, Carl Anthony Towns. Let's start there. Carl Anthony Towns and Joel Embiid scored 70 and 60 uh, in the same night. And this has happened once before. It was like George Gervin, another guy, they were going for the scoring title. And that's the last time this happens, like the 70s or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was because of the scoring title. That's the reason why they both went for 70 and 60. They were trying to get the score title. I don't know what was going on here. One, Joel Embiid, he just did it, and they won, and he was playing Wimby. So maybe he was trying to upstage Wimby and show the world I'm better than this 7-2 unicorn. Uh, Don't forget about me. But the problem with him, if he's trying to say, hey, I'm the league MVP, don't forget about me. Sam, I don't know if you know the rule, but you have to play 64 or 65 games. Yes. Considered and eligible for the MVP. And he's only played 32. So he's got to like kick it in the high gear down the stretch and no more load management. Now his was injury, a little bit of injury. We know that uh, he, he tends to fall and land on people and twist ankles, uh, but no more load management. He's going to have to kick it in high gear. If he wants to get to that 60 game mark, he is almost impossible with some of these back-to-backs, but I'm pretty sure now that everybody's talking about it, he's going to try it. Also, everybody's talking about it. Maybe they're going to remove that uh, from the, from the rules or legislation within the NBA because uh, they're saying there's other ways to legislate uh, load management. Like, injuries should be taken out of it, but then do guys start faking injuries? Oh, coach, I got a shoulder. And then they go on the injury report for that week in, or that game, and uh, so-and-so has a shoulder injury. And then you watch the film back, and you're like, where? Where did he hurt his shoulder? Or guys just all of a sudden, you know, pull a hamstring. Oh, yeah, coach, get me out, because they know it's almost over. It's a back-to-back coming. Now everybody feels like that. But Carl Anthony Towns. I'm going to let you tell it because I I know you saw it. I kind of just caught bits and pieces and highlights as I'm like driving my kids everywhere because I was texting you and I'm like, what's going on with this game? Yeah. And I was on my way back and I'm like, all right, let me try to get some of this game in. And I saw like the highlight at the end of the half where he shot the three. So clearly people are feeding him. He's trying to get it. He realizes at this point, but that's where I go. That's the problem. 
when you realize that you have that many points and now you're trying to like do something spectacular, like score 81, uh, like Kobe did on Jalen Rose, uh, that commercial on ESPN will go down in history where he orders 81 olives. I don't know if you've seen that one, Sam, but <laughs> it, it will go down in infamy uh, where Kobe Bryant walks past Jalen Rose and Jalen Rose tries to ignore him. And he's like, oh, Kobe, what's up, man? He's like, nothing. And he looks at the waiter. He's like, I'll take a martini with 81 olives. And the and the guy's like, really? He's like, no, no, it's just a joke between me and him. And Jalen Rose like doesn't crack a smile. So I know that was probably a hard commercial to do without laughing. Um, but, you know, it just shows Kobe's acting like I, I love Kobe Bryant's commercials there's some other ones but when you think about that 81 he just was doing it he was doing it in winning fashion you look at Joel Embiid he's doing it in winning fashion Carl the Towns I'll let you tell it felt like he forced a lot and we'll talk about the last shot we'll get into that in a little bit but Sam what did you see down the stretch I know they took him out because people talked about that they took him out a little bit in the third and fourth quarter um but but what was going on with the team because Anthony Edwards was zero points to me seemed stupid um, this was an embarrassing fourth quarter. Here's the quote from Chris Finch about the game. An absolutely disgusting performance of defense and immature basketball. And that about sums it up in the fourth quarter. So Ron, let's compare Embiid and Cat here. Embiid had 59 through three quarters and the 76ers were up by 15. Cat had 58 through three quarters. And the Timberwolves were up by 15. Exact same situations, right? I would have to go back and watch what the Philadelphia game looked like because they were playing about equal opponents too. The Hornets and the Spurs are two of the worst teams in the league. I would have to go back and see what it looked like for Embiid because in the fourth quarter, Carl Anthony Towns forcing shots, going into triple teams, not getting back on defense, And yes, the Hornets were red hot, but they were also getting open shots every time down the floor. And they whittled the deficit down, and the Timberwolves just had no idea. They had no flow all game because Cat carried them. And they tried to find that flow when they needed to, couldn't find it. Didn't have Mike Connolly. That hurt. But Cat was embarrassingly hunting shots for a bit. Um, I know he's got the hot hand, Ron, but when you're going at triple teams, and this is what cost him at the end. Because Cat was so reckless in the fourth quarter. He put up so many wild driving shots, committed offensive fouls, put up air balls in the fourth quarter that when it finally came time for them to blow the whistle, when he got fouled at the end, they swallowed the whistle because they'd Mm -hmm. seen it so many times in the fourth quarter. They assumed it's another reckless drive by Cat, even though he did get fouled. Um, Terrible, terrible, terrible finish to what would have been a historic night for Cat, who just didn't know. He didn't know when to turn it off. He didn't know when to stop the heat check. And that's the problem, too. You're right. The fact that he, like, flares his arms every time he got hit and he's, like, super wild. And, like, every once in a while, like LeBron James got scratched like Wolverine and he didn't even flinch. And that's why the refs didn't call that because he's too strong and he doesn't, like, let that push him off his mark and he still tries to go to the lane. Carly Towns, the minute he feels contact, he does what these new age kids do, like, hey, like, you know, like they're yelling to let the ref know I got fouled. And a lot of these refs, they're humans. They're like, man, come on, man, stop this. And and then the human being of that ref down the stretch, it took over because he's like, look, this dude has forced every shot down the stretch, trying to get to 70 or 80 points, trying to be Kobe Bryant with the 81 olives on Jalen Rose. It's not going to work. They had 
they needed a leader. And you're right, Mike Conley being out was a huge issue. That's why I say if you can get an expiring contract, it's going to take three teams because you got DeJounte Murray. You also have Kyle Lowry. So you're going to need a partner. Could be the Lakers, the, the Miami Heat, and the Timberwolves. But if they can get, like if DeJounte Murray, I don't know, goes to the Lakers and then uh, the Timberwolves get uh, Kyle Lowry and then cash and assets go elsewhere, blah, mm -hmm. blah. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't see why you don't try that. Like, I don't see why you wouldn't try a three team move um, for the Timberwolves. One, you're the number one team in the West, I think in the NBA, but in the West, we know the Celtics beat them. So we got to give it to the Celtics, but you're the number one team in the West. You can go into the playoffs with home, home court advantage down the stretch. Mike Conley can only give you so many minutes at his age. You're going to need another veteran like a Kyle Lowry who doesn't seek his shot. That does try to find other guys. But when it's time to seek his shot, he's confident. He's easy to get to a spot with his size. You look at his lower half and how he moves guys out the way. He's kind of like Chris Paul was uh, when Chris Paul was able to just, you know, kind of put guys on his butt, shoot the little jumper. Kyle Lowry's that guy that can find you points, but he's also the guy that's going to be a mature guy in that locker room. In situations like that, up 15, they needed a guy in the game to be able to like, like that's why Chris Finn said it was immature basketball because it felt like lifetime fitness, LA fitness, your, your local pickup. Um, you know, it, it's crazy. It, it felt honestly like I remember a bachelor party for my boy, uh, Jeff McCall, and we went to play basketball. Uh, and I remember Spice Adams. He's going to join the show. But same thing. Spice Adams, if he gets one or two shots now, he's reckless and he's running people over. He's 360 pounds and it's just aggressive basketball. So nobody's going to give you any calls. Because you're just you're 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 not shooting what you shoot. Like if you ever if, if people if you want to watch somebody shoot and miss, just go watch Spice Adams and Cream Bigum's film because this dude will shoot 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 like that. It just miss miss miss, and that's that's where Carl Anthony Towns was. That he is one of the best best big man shooters in the league. We know that he's proved it. He can shoot threes. He can do it. But the maturity level to say, all right, man, I got sixty two. This is it's kind of this is the this is the this is the this is the cliff. I'm done. Let's go win this game to make sure we don't give up this lead to OKC because they already lost to OKC and now they lost again. Now they're, you know, now this doubt starts to creep in. Does Mike Conley have to play in order for us to close out games? To have a 15 point lead, they've blown fourth quarter leads now. They blew what Celtics was seven point lead with two minutes to go. Like Mavericks, you, six minutes with about two minutes to go or six points with about two minutes to go, too. You got to, you got to be able to close games out. And that's where the maturity level, we know Anthony Edwards is young. We've seen his social media social media uh, issues of what he's done on social media. It's age. Carl Anthony Towns is young. He also, it, it, like if you ever listen to his interviews, you could tell he's immature, like by some of the stuff he says. Like it's just, but it's it's fine. Like these are young guys, but they do need a veteran voice on the court, which would have been Mike Conley. He was out. The rest of those guys, even though they're older, maybe they defer to the two stars. And I mean, I know Friday's show, I said, he's the MVP, Anthony Edwards. I feel like it's Mike Conley after looking at that. Like Mike Conley is the veteran MVP voice for this team right now where he takes the right shot when he needs it. He gets the ball to the right guy when he needs it. He facilitates the floor when it has to be spread out. He slows the game down when it has to be slowed down. That was the one thing when you notice Steph Curry, Isaiah Thomas, some of these great point guards, they would always slow the game down when it was time to slow the game down. And that, that's always the key. Like, if you think about Vinny Johnson with the Pistons, he would come in the game and heat up. That's what they called the microwave. And then when it was getting a little out of control, Zeke would show it, slow it down. Hey, I got this. Let's slow it down. Let me go to work a little bit. And Zeke would do his thing. That's when Mike Conley comes in. That's when we see Mike Conley hit big shots, look at the crowd and do his thing. They didn't have that last night. At some point, 
Somebody should have took over, and that's what Chris Finch is mad. Finch is mad at, and he's well aware of it. But to my point, we got to pay off the tease for the social media people. The referees, you are not the main character. This is not your show. I am so sick and tired of referees thinking that they are part of the game. They want this. They want to have podcasts now. They want to be on social media now and have handles. They want to talk to people. They want to be like, why are we showing them in the camera close up when challenges happen? Like they're looking for these moments now. They're looking to end up on social media and get viral. And now they just did it again. I get it. Carl Anthony Towns is a baby. He whines. He does all that. Yes, we know that. But he also got hit on the arm and you could see the guy pull his arm. One, the guy's like, look, he's probably going to get this basket if I don't do it. So let's send him to the line. We know Anthony Edwards missed three free throws to tie the game up uh, not like a day ago. Mm-hmm. So that all that stuff's in their mind. I guarantee the coaches probably tell them, hey, 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 if we got to, send him to the line. I'd rather him go to the line than just get an easy layup or easy dunk. They were going to send him to the line anyway to see what could happen. We saw what Anthony – because there's still time left. So even if he makes one or two free throws – they still have a chance to come win the game. And so I think that was a moment of like, oh, he beat the first guy. We got to follow him. And the ref just swallowed the whistle. And so they have to stop doing this. Like, I don't know if if that was the, well, they've screwed the Lakers too. But if that was like a team they like, like the Nuggets, like, or Shea, uh, uh, Shea you know, mm-hmm. that's that's what happens. Anthony ever said that. You can't touch him without getting a whistle. They have to stop thinking that they're the main character because they're not. This is the NBA. People are paying to see the players, not to see the refs. Carlton Towns got fouled, but at the end of the day, he was triple teamed. He's got to kick it out. Like, go before you have no time left. Go with, like, 10 seconds to go so you can make that pass, so they can't triple team you. Because you have – if you're triple teamed I – lo- I love math. You know, in school, I, w- I was in a math program. There's five guys on the court. Three are guarding you. That means there's only two defenders for your other four teammates. Find one of them. But Carly Towns, I don't think he graduated from Kentucky. Maybe he did later, but he went to Kentucky. So different type of math over there. Their math is more NIL than it is Uh. two plus two is four. Uh, (laughs) But we got to get Spice Adams to this show. My boy Spice Adams from Detroit. We got the 49ers. We got the Lions. Uh, We know the Minnesota Vikings are out. He also represents the Bears. So we'll get his take on uh, kind of where that season went. And we'll do that after a word from our sponsors. Today's show brought to you by Game Time, the fast and easy way to buy tickets to all the sports, music, comedy, and theater that you want. Right now, all users get $100 off when they buy a big game ticket with code VEGAS100. You hear that? $100 off, big game ticket, code VEGAS100, not bad. Killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from the seat, and the best price guaranteed. They take the guesswork out of buying tickets. Flash deals, zone deals, and one of my favorite features, if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time credits you 110% of the difference. So again, at game time right now, users get $100 off ticket to the big game with code Vegas100. Terms apply. Download the game time app. Use code Vegas100 for 100 bucks off a big game ticket. Or if you're not going to the game, just use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. 
Well, now it's time for the Hanging with Ron Johnson segment. This is a, a family friend of the show. My boy Spice Adams went to high school together, grew up together, played against him in college, NFL, and now we're still friends. Uh, I'm, I'm glad he's my friend. I mean, I know I beat him in everything, and he still remains my friend, so that's good. Uh, but let's bring Spice Adams to the show. The reason we're having Spice on the show, he's a that's 49er. <laughs> I beat you there. That's thing. cap. That's cap. So much cap. I think Penn State beat us once, maybe my freshman year. And then after that, we didn't see a nail from Penn State. I never lost to the 49ers. I'm just saying, man, like it's, it is what it is. You can't, uh, you can't beat me in gaining weight. Aha. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I thought. If I wanted to, now, I probably you, if, could. If you wanted to, you couldn't. I probably could. Uh, but we got Spice out of Georgia. He was a 49er, first, uh, second round draft pick to the 49ers out of Penn State. He went on to the Bears, but he's from the Motown. And the Lions are playing the 49ers. So I don't even want to get into too much before I get that, man. Like, we are both from Detroit. Yeah. We've been there. So I've, I've dealt with this every season now for 10 years. I've been working for the Vikings now for 10 years. And 10 years of this, of the Lions walking into our stadium, be having to do a pregame show, taking pictures with Anton Randall, seeing players I know, talking to Larry Foote, so on and so forth, Teddy Bridgewater. And then I got to kind of say, well, like the checks are being like, where I got to check in my drawer right now. The checks are being cut from the Vikings. So I got to gotta have that. That, that type of love for them, uh, even though I like to see the Detroit Lions doing well. I have no, I have no, nothing in the, in the, in the, in the cards now. I have nothing in it. I have no skin in the game. So now I can be a Lions fan for the rest of this. Um, but for you, 49ers paid you handsomely. Mm-hmm. And you're also from Detroit though. And you do, yeah. you know, I see you do the, the blade ice wood. I see you doing that. Who, what are, what are your thoughts? Like, cause I saw you, you sent a picture in our friend group of you with the 49ers but you know our chat because our chat is we probably have the best chat in the history of chat groups like it's un it's untouched it's been around for a good like probably i don't even know eight years i we'd have to go back to the first group text but it's untouchable there's no drama but then you send this picture into a detroit chat of you in the 49ers gear so who are you pulling for this this weekend well let me say this first (laughs) All right. We're from Detroit. Okay. Everybody knows that. Uh, the Lions had a chance to get your boy. They didn't. <laughs> um, I went with the Niners in the in the second round and, um, you know, played there four years and came out here to Chicago, played five. But growing up, I never really was a Lions fan because I knew that they were going to lose, which they did. <laughs> So what I did is I became a fan of individuals. I became a fan of Barry Sanders because I knew he was going to rush for 100 yards, which usually he would. But I knew ultimately that the Lions were going to lose. So to avoid all of the heartbreak, I just said, I I can't do this. I cannot be a fan of the Lions because I know they're going to lose. So then once I got drafted to the San Francisco 49ers, I was like, okay. I'm a fan of this team. They they paying me handsomely, as you just said, and I'm a part of the team. Then when I went with the Bears, I became a fan of Chicago Bears. So now I want to see the city do well. I really do. And I'm I'm happy for them. I'm happy for the Lions. They haven't won. I don't even think they won since it was called the Super Bowl. 
I think they won an NFL championship, but it wasn't the Super Bowl. I don't think. It was. I don't know. It okay. was. It was, it was a championship. Thanks, 1957. Hadn't started yet. They haven't even won a Super Bowl. There it is. Boom. They won an NFL championship. So uh, I would like to see it, you know, but it, it's, it's going up against my Niners. Ah! Don't know. That's not an answer. You can't say don't know. I don't know. Hold on. Because I will on. say this. With the 34th pick, the Lions took Boss Bailey. They uh, could have took your boy. I think that was Champ Bailey. Yeah, Champ Bailey's brother. Uh, he played at Georgia. Uh, he was a linebacker. They needed a backer with Detroit. They went and got Boss Bailey, born in 1979. Uh, 6'3", 232-pound. Uh, he played for the Lions for four or five years. Went to the Broncos because his brother Champ Bailey for three. And then went to the Cowboys for one. Uh, first team All-American. First team All-SEC. So I get it. 305 tackles, you know, 15 interceptions. So they went that route. The Bears could have got you too, though. They went and got Charles Tillman instead of Spice Adams. Um, They also had another pick. Or no, no, that was Rex Grossman early on. Uh, But yeah, they could have got Spice Adams instead of. But they they came back and got you later. But then you went to the 49ers. So you're gonna you're gonna pick you're picking the 49ers. What'd you say? <laughs> exactly. For the people that didn't see the edit, we had to edit that quickly. We sped up, fast forwarded, Spice leaving the building and coming back. He has a 49ers hat on. If you guys want to see the 49ers hat, please go to YouTube. Uh, join the Locked On Sports Minnesota podcast network on YouTube 24-7. You get all the sports all the time, every day, nine around the clock. We got all the shows. We got Locked On Vikings, Locked On Wolves, Locked On Wild. We got Locked On Twins, Locked On Gophers, covering everything. We have all the press conferences, post games, the Ron Johnson show, the round table, the football party, and the basketball party. But also, you can see the video of Spice Adams wearing his 49ers hat. Doesn't have a Lions hat. He has a 49ers hat. I mean, I at least, well, that's not a lion. That's a bear. I love you, Detroit. I love you. (laughs) But Spice Adams, clearly, we know the picks. He's going with the 49ers. Um, If you had to pick a Super Bowl, though, because I know, like, you know, I know you're probably going to go to Super Bowl. We got a lot of brands going to pay to be out there. Uh, But if you were to see a Super Bowl 49ers, who do you want them to face? Do you want to see Mahomes or do you want to see Lamar Jackson? No, I want to see Lamar. I mean, not that I'm hating or nothing like that. I, I've seen enough of uh, of Mahomes. I want I, I want to see Lamar. I want to see what he can do, man. And and I think he deserves it, man. Uh, they had they had a great season, and so uh, I think I think it'd be cool, man, just to see Lamar out there giving somebody some work out there. I want I want to see a little bit of that, man. I want to see I want to see a QB draw empty set. Because the funniest is like people, like a lot of people. I go to the gym. You know, the Ravens, shout out to the Ravens. Thank you. I've got a bunch of gear. They, they sent me the helmet. Mm-hmm. I got Where your brick. helmet at? I got the that's, brick. That's your helmet that you wore? Uh, No, I think mine is over here on the right. I got another one over there. That's the one they sent us. They gave us a backpack. They gave us a brick. Uh, The year we got drafted, you know, if you got drafted by the Ravens, they sent you a brick in the year they drafted you. So it's heavy too. It's a real brick. Like this thing can literally go through. It's, it has a number and everything inscribed. So shout out to uh the Ravens, uh and Mr. I thought they uh, sent Machati. you that because of your jumper. 
my jumper's wet. No, it's not. Super wet. No, it is. Oh, yes. It is. Better get in that post. It is. Better be getting that post, big fella. I'm on I'm on that NBA line too. I'm coming down at the gym and I'm they're they yelling. You better get the shooter open. They don't they when I get the ball. They say they They don't leave the shooter open. They're yelling, don't leave the shooter open. When you get the ball at the top of the key, they back off. Like, man, let this dude shoot. Oh, He's I'm with us. Passing. He's with us. I get that's that's what we key. yell when Spice gets the ball. It's but shout out to the Ravens. And so when people see me at the gym now and I got the Ravens winter hat on because they sent me a bunch of – they like, they literally – I mean, it was cool. It was a cool little box. And, you know, and oftentimes – I teared up too because, you know what, like when I left the NFL – I don't know if I told this story, but I left the NFL, I left it abruptly. Like I wasn't told you have a chance to come back like – when I left the Ravens, I just got cut. And then I went to the Bears. And then I got hurt. And I got cut. Went to the Redskins. I got hurt again. I got cut. And so then I went into depression. Like, man, I'm never going to play again. Ten months later, rehab my knee. Went to Jay Gruden with the Buccaneers. Got a chance to work out for the Bucs and to play Arena League. Then coach with Tony Dungy. So the league kind of, like, left me. And so I was depressed. I was down. I was like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then thank, thanks for the, you know, the Big Ten Network and the Minnesota Vikings and, and NBC, Fox, everybody, because – now, you know, being back in the sport, like I tell every time I see Larry Foote or, or you know, Antoine Randall, like I got a ton of pictures. I haven't even posted on social media yet because I've been so busy this year with my kids sports. Um, but I got a ton of content I'm going to start posting on social media. That's three Ron Johnson for people that know Instagram and Twitter. Um, but it, it gave me a, a sense like Reggie Wayne just texted me about that. Like he just texted me when he saw a schedule like, man, we got to come back to Minnesota. Last time we came back there, man, y'all beat us. We were up 33 nothing. It still hurts. Like literally um and so like Cato June and I and all the you know Ron Milas the DB coach you know so I'm I'm loving being back around it but this is what I'll say man when you leave it you don't think about it so now I'm wearing the gear because I'm proud to wear the gear before I threw every I threw like so much stuff away I mean I know you know what that feels like I was like man I'm not wearing this stuff I'm not wearing this stuff to the gym now it's like man like when they send me shirts I'm wearing it winter hats I'm wearing it so now people think I'm doing it just because the Ravens are good I'm like Man, I play like I don't say that. Like people just always say, "Oh, you're a Ravens fan." I just kind of say, "Oh yeah, I, you know, I just got the hat." But you know, eventually I'll start opening up and telling people at the gym because a lot of people don't even know. They just assume I play for the Vikings or something, or I'm just some black dude at the gym that has a wet jumper. Um, uh, but yeah. <laughs> but I am excited to see the Ravens go back. Uh, so I, I'm hoping it's a Ravens because I'm not Spice Adams. I'm pulling for the Lions. I want to see a Lions Ravens Super what Bowl. What do you mean you're not me? I'm not you. I'm not a hater. I don't I don't jump ship where I was born and raised and who put me into this world. Detroit made you. Uh, <laughs> the Lions didn't. The Detroit. That's a part of it. The, no, it the, fact that, the fact that they lost so much made you a winner. Like the if Lions, they hadn't lost the way the they Lions, lost. The Lions were in Pontiac, were they not? They were. But no, that's not Detroit. Did you did you not want to win more because you never wanted to feel like the Lions? Win more? What are you talking about? I was on Somerset Avenue. That's that's that was my hood, Somerset. You know what Somerset is. You know who stay behind me. <laughs> Stop it. Right. <laughs> oh man, I can't deal with you, man. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Detroit made you, man. It's part of our story, man. Like growing up, I, like I just had. Oh, Lomas Brown was on the show, so I had Lomas Brown on the show. Shout out to Lomas. And Lomas Brown, you know, talked about that. Like meeting Lomas Brown, when my dad played. Lomas when my dad passed away. Lomas was one of the because he lived on that street with my dad, and he was one of the first people to come over and check because he saw the ambulance and the fire truck, and uh, 
you know, and so I always appreciate Lomas for that. You know, I saw the video pop up and then Mel Blunt, you know, so when I, when I hear lions, like, you know, Mel Blunt, my dad tells jokes about the lions cause they were, I mean, they were, they were bad. They, they weren't winning. Not since 1957. And so I think honestly, man, like it put something in us. Like we didn't want to be that. We wanted to win. We didn't, we wanted to be the, the 88, 89 Pistons. So with that said, Spice Adams, I get it. Like you're, you're 49 or true and true. I love you for that. Uh, before we get out of here, man, I got to ask you this too, though, man. Your your Chicago Bears um, have the first pick in the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the uh, Carolina Panthers for giving them that. Uh, DJ Moore says he doesn't care who throws him the ball. If you, because I know Alex Brown said it depends on the offensive coordinator. If the coordinator leaves, let's keep Justin Fields. If the coordinator stays, let's go get Caleb Williams. What are your thoughts on that? I say they keep Justin Fields and just uh, surround him with a lot of good talent. Um, I think so Marvin Harrison Jr. Yes, immediately. Immediately. <laughs> don't even blink. Go get Does him. Does he finally declare? Everybody was wondering because Ohio State, I don't know if you saw this, Ohio State has now spent close to $31 million. <laughs> That's stupid. On Thirty-one what? NIL. They have $31 million in NIL off. They just got the number one player from Alabama, the safety, the freshman All-American. He's left Alabama. You were in the final four, and you leave Alabama just because your coach retired, probably NIL too, and he's going to Ohio State now. So the number one safety, number one freshman safety in the country, freshman All-American, he's going to Ohio State. They have some other guys. uh, Mbuka is coming back, so he wouldn't come back without bread. Like if you were going to be a first-round pick receiver and you're going to get a guaranteed – eight nine ten million dollars plus your you know your contract could be 20 he's clearly getting a bag from ohio state so the rumor is 31 million dollars in nil offers and so marvin harrison was on the fence he now officially declared he said i'm going to the league i saw his pops post it he posted it so now he is out there for the bears so in your mind you say go get marvin harrison jr dj moore for justin fields go get him go get him man that's just gonna make dj Moore that much better who you gonna double that is very true. And here's another one. People were saying, like, because the NFC North, try to figure it out. Now, would you say, quote, unquote, or whatever, or, or it's unfair advantage now, the Lions are the team everybody's chasing in the NFC North? Because people were trying to think, the Packers said it was them at first, but now, mm-hmm. is it the Lions? Ooh-wee. <laughs> I don't know, man. I know, I know that, I know we just got that much more competitive, you know, seeing how far Green Bay went. Yeah. And then, you know, the continued success of the Lions. So now we waiting on Minnesota <laughs> and waiting on the Bears, man. Like, God, Lee, man, come on, man. Yeah, I, for Minnesota's you quarterback. Gotta, you you got to be excited to say, hey, man, if the Lions can do it, we can do it. Like, True. come on, dog. True. Like, follow, follow the blueprint. Like, don't try to reinvent the wheel. Follow the blueprint. It's right there. And the one thing I will say, the problem with the Lions is they're going to probably win. They might even win the Super Bowl. I don't know if I'm going home because I'd be scared of what's going to happen. Like Detroit, like it's going to be fireworks of bullets in the air. We're not no, killing people. Not. We just shoot guns. They're going to be excited. No, party, party, party. The parade going to be crazy. Fireworks everywhere. But Detroit, Detroit is older, man. But the offense and defensive coordinators are probably going to leave and end up getting jobs elsewhere. And that's what happened to the Eagles. The Eagles' demise is because down the stretch, they don't have the coordinators they had. It's tough to repeat with just your head coach. You think you can plug in first-year OCs and DCs and think you're going to run the league like you used to. 
you you got to have guys that know what they're doing. And so I think the Lions, if not this year, then next year for sure their coordinators are going to get plucked because they they want that kneecap, kneecap, take a chunk out of them type of mentality. And Dan Campbell's put it into them. Uh, but we got to jump over to the daily three. That's three questions, three minutes each. Uh, Spice, man, before you get out of here, man, what what is your – like are you going to the Super Bowl in Vegas or what? what is your plans? Yeah, I'll be out there that week. I don't know if I'm going to the game. But you'll be out there for the week? Yeah. Because I might it, come it, out it there. It depends. If, if, if my Niners in it, I might stay. Because I know you got a room with space. So I just need a pillow and a blanket, and I'm on your floor. So I might, <laughs> I might have to – especially the Lions go. I got. I might have to get a flight for at least two or three days and just come out there and kick it with you, man. I'm at the Excalibur. Oh, you already got the room. I'm at, I'm at Circus Circus. Is AC coming? No, nah, I don't think so. Bet. If she ain't coming, then I ain't worried about y'all room. If she was coming, I'd be weird. I don't think I would be able to do that. <laughs> I got time for that. But no, if she's not coming, know. I might come. I literally, I, I just need a pillow and a blanket on the floor, and I'm good. All right, I'll let I, you know where I'm staying. Yeah, let me know, because I, I think I might do that. Depending, unless Cam has a, a softball game, then that's the only way I can't go. So I've been looking at it. Because then the next week, literally, we leave for Mexico. Because I always plan my trips after the Super Bowl. Because the Vikings are always like, it's, it's always a chance. There's always a chance. Because we actually had one of our guys planned his cruise for the NFC Championship. And that was the year the Vikings actually made it to get beat by the Eagles. So he was gone. And so everybody's been making fun of him for the last like three or four years. Since 2018, actually. I think it's the last time the Vikings went to the NFC Championship. So, yeah. And so I learned my lesson. And I'm like, you know what? I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to downplay the Vikings. I'm going to always plan my trip the week after the Super Bowl. Very next weekend, though, we're literally leaving. Actually, that Wednesday, we're leaving on the 14th. So I plan it after the Super Bowl just so that I'm 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 loyal. Just in case I got to do shows up to the last minute, and then I'll be out of there for a little bit to get some sun. But I might have to come down there. If the Lions make it, I'm talking to Shiny about that. I got I got to at least be down there with you for like two or three days. I just want to I just want to see because this is the thing, man. I want to be like a protege and just watch. Like how how do you do activations? Like how does Spice get into the moment man, watch to be Bigums, man? I, I I'm 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 a sponge, man. I want to take it in and just see what Spice Adams does when you know Microsoft and you know all these you know people man, Gatorade, man, and, out, you man. know Frosted Flakes. I just want to meet Tony the Tiger because I know he's next to you. I just you know I just want to be there for that. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. It is a good time, man. And it's Vegas, man. I, I mean, I got the, I got, you know, our partner, our partner, FanDuel. I got to be able to get down there, put some money on some of these parlays so that when I get back, I can talk about my parlays if they hit. And then I'm sharing the wealth with nobody but my kids because they're expensive and these trips has cost a lot of money. But uh, I'm Ron Johnson. That's Spice Adams, man. Love you, man. Uh, coming up next, we got the Daily Three. That's three questions, three minutes each with me and Sam Ekstrom. And we'll be back after word from our sponsors. We are brought to you today by FanDuel Sportsbook. NFL regular season is done. Playoffs are here. Two rounds left. There's still time to get in the action with FanDuel America's number one sportsbook. New customers get $150 in bonus bets. That's guaranteed money when you place just a $5 bet. $150 in bonus bets, whether you win or lose. And with the $150, you can use it on same-game parlays in the Parlay Hub. Check out bet suggestions in the Explore tab and much, much more. You got NBA, NHL, college basketball, and plenty of future bets as well. And even golf is heating up, which I love. FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Get started today. Make your first bet a layup at FanDuel, 
an official partner of the NFL. Man, I always enjoy having my boy Spice Adams on, but now it's time for the Daily Three. That's three questions, three minutes each. Take it away, Sam. Oh. Don't get to hit the breaking news sounder very often. (laughs) You said in segment one you wanted Kyle Lowry. Yeah, I did. Kyle Lowry has been traded to the Charlotte Hornets. I bet if the Timberwolves were to beat the Hornets, Kyle Lowry would have said, send me to, to Minnesota. But he saw that. He said, if they could beat the best team in the NBA, I think we have something. Send me over to Charlotte. Timberwolves find a way to screw it again. Yeah. Terry Rozier gets traded to Miami in the the swap and a first-round pick goes to Charlotte as well. Pretty good trade for them. And, um, yeah, Rozier kind of killed the Wolves too last night. So Charlotte gets – about to say, yeah, Charlotte gets the first-round pick from the Heat. They also get Kyle Mm -hmm. Lowry and then – Miami gets Terry Rozier, which is a younger. Is he younger, or are they the same age? Rozier's got to be younger than Lowry, I would think. Terry okay. Rozier is age twenty nine. Okay, so a little bit younger, uh, maybe a little bit more explosive. Uh, something to go with that that Heat offense, because that Heat offense we know is is powerful when they're hitting on all cylinders. And so they're looking at last year what they did, and they're thinking, you know, let's try to run it back and let's let's bolster our lineup. I would have liked to have seen the Timberwolves make that, but the problem is looks like they wanted a guy in Miami and Terry Rozier. The only other thing, like I said, it could have been a three-team trade with maybe DeJounte Murray going to the Heat, uh, Kyle Lowry coming to the Minnesota, Minnesota given, uh, uh, was it the Hawks, I think, is Murray's on, um, giving them something. Mm-hmm. I think is where Murray, yeah. Yes. Uh, giving them something uh, for, you know, who knows what they would have wanted. Uh, cause I know Trey young looks, everybody say he needs to get out of there too. Cause he's never going to win there. Uh, so who knows? Like they could have, it could have been the multi-team trade where everybody's trying to move pieces to bolster their roster, but it is what it is. Timberwolves don't get Kyle Lowry. Maybe they'll, they still have some time to, to look into maybe getting another veteran body. I said, Tyus Jones, I don't know if that'll work. Uh, but I, I do know they need some type of other veteran guard to come in there and help this team out. They have enough bigs. Uh, with Nas Reed, Carlin uh, Towns, and Rudy Gobert. But Kyle Lowry to the Hornets. All right, well, now it's time for the Daily Three. Now, take it away, Sam. All right, well, let's start here. Um, Jared Goff and Jordan Love, mm-hmm. two very important quarterbacks in the NFC North, and both of them have contracts that expire after next season. Mm-hmm. So after seeing their recent play, Jordan Love almost makes it to the NFC title game. Jared Goff does. Do you see them both signing? long-term extensions this offseason and what kind of money do you think we're talking about with these guys uh i think jordan love yes i i don't see them thinking they could find another quarterback better than him unless it's a veteran that they they, they secretly have been trying to go after um I, I think jordan love got it done like you said he won some games with that arm you know he was very impressive uh he had you know he he wasn't too reckless with the ball until you know the, the 49ers game people are always gonna talk about he, he brett farved it the ghost of brett Favre jumped into his body and he threw it back across his body in the middle of the field um but other than that i i would say you know for jordan love i mean he's young so four five year deal um i don't really know thir- like because kirk cousins what 35 million i could see jordan love at 30 like 30 a year for five years 150 I could see that with some with some incentives if he gets to the NFC Championship game, if he gets to a Super Bowl, if he wins league MVP. You could throw a bunch of incentives in there to make it look better and sound better, uh, where he really probably only touches, like you can say, a guaranteed $90 million or $100 million guarantee. 
I wouldn't be opposed to that. Jer Jared Goff is a different story. Um, the Lions clearly are a team that's built on youth. Uh, Brad Holmes wants to do it through the draft. Jared Goff, I could see an extension, but I could see his being more like two or three years with more of a team-friendly deal of them saying, hey, look, man, the Rams didn't want you. We did. Um, it's the money, clearly. But, you know, are you willing to do $25 million a year for three more years and then we'll give you a big signing bonus or something like maybe 60 up front? Um, you know, and that's a 60 right away guaranteed at signing and then X amount, you know, to complete a total contract of $90 million. I could I could see them doing something like that with Jared Goff. Yeah, I I I think that we have to like almost recalibrate our brains with these quarterbacks when when Daniel Jones gets 40 million per year. This and is that's true too. Ball, yeah, you're right. A different ball game. The numbers are so ludicrous. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm I'm underselling that. I forgot about Daniel Jones. But that's that's one of those ones where that contract got signed and every other owner is like, why did you do that? Yeah. Why would you do like He's not good. Why would you give him 40 and you have Saquon Barkley? Like, sign Saquon Barkley, and then maybe if Daniel Jones not happy, go draft somebody else. Like, suck it up. Like, stink up the joint and then go draft you another quarterback in the first round. Daniel Jones is not the $40 million guy. but And that's what's so sad. Daniel Jones got 40, so that means Kirk Cousins has to get 40. Like, at least 40-plus. Like, that's what's so sad about the Giants. They screwed the market. So you're right. Yeah. Maybe Jordan Love has to get 40. Um, Jared Goff, though, no. I think age with Jared Goff is the difference. He knows he's towards the end. Um, not the end, but, you know what I mean, like he probably only has five or six good more years left. So is he willing to, you know, what is he willing to think he can do and would another team give him more than what the Lions and then would he still have the opportunity to win the Super Bowl? I think that's the key because they have a young core with Detroit. That's going to be a little bit different situation than Jordan Love being at the front end of his, you know, contract. Um. All right, coaching question for you. Jim Harbaugh, he's still in talks with the Chargers. Bill Belichick's had a couple interviews with the Falcons. Let's assume they go there. Harbaugh to the Chargers, Belichick to the Falcons, two teams that didn't make the playoffs this past year. Who wins more games next season with those new head coaches? Harbaugh. Harbaugh and the Chargers because they have Justin Herbert. Um, they, they, The Falcons... Uh, granted, the Saints and the Buccaneers, you know, that division is not great. So the Falcons could still make the playoffs. Um, but I think the Chargers have more talent. Like they still have Keenan Allen. They still have Justin Herbert. Uh, Jim Harbaugh clearly is a QB whisperer. He's He's been doing it for a while. I mean, he did it with the 49ers as well. Um, it's I, I would say Jim Harbaugh. I think I would agree with you. We'll see what the Falcons do at quarterback. Maybe they go get Kirk Cousins. Um, in closing, Ron, yeah, they could. Yep, it's definitely possible. Um, I also saw a report about the Dolphins moving on from Tua, which would be wild, and that and would make go, the Dolphins another. And then another they could draft Talia. They could just go draft Talia Tagovailoa. Just go, for, yeah, from <laughs> one Tagovailoa to the next. Um, Ron, in closing, let's get your Super Bowl matchup. Who's going to win this weekend? I want the Lions and the Ravens. That's what I'm pulling for. I'll have my my. I'm not going to have any Lions gear. I'm going to still wear my Minnesota no, sort of nice um shirt uh but I'm, I'm definitely gonna have you know my ravens beanie on probably I, I gotta find i got an old i got some old ravens gear in a in a storage bin somewhere in the basement so maybe i'll bring out a ravens tea but I'm, I'm i'm hoping ravens lions uh also because the conspiracy theorists think it's gonna be a red and a purple team so i just don't want to see the conspiracy theorists win with this logo you know color match thing that the nfl script is out that would be a good rematch because the 
Ravens smoked the Lions yeah. in Baltimore earlier this season. But get him in a Killed neutral him. site, get him in Vegas. Um, that'd be a lot of fun. And I don't know who I would cheer for in that matchup because there's reason I think to like both of those sides. Um, but yeah, that that they really honestly, Ron, they'd all be good. They would all yeah. be good matchups. It Mahomes would be. against Jackson, the Mahomes against Lions. Purdy. Yeah, like they're all that, those would all be really good. Purdy rematch against Baltimore after getting embarrassed earlier this year with four picks so yeah uh, you can't go wrong yeah yeah i mean i would be good for detroit because we know like there's a ton of money uh in this when you when you're able to win super bowls and bring you know whatever hope back to the city for lamar jackson he, you can't say he's not quarterbacky enough anymore if he wins a super bowl so you know and i think that's the last thing of his legacy that he would need to maybe be a hall of famer one day because his rushing yards alone are going to put him in the conversation uh, but you know, I think Michael Vick never entered the conversation because of the way his career turned out and you know, his off the field stuff. Maybe Lamar Jackson's that guy, uh, but he's going to need a Super Bowl win on that, on that, you know, to check that list. Cause, uh, Eli is still one of those question marks where everybody's like, is he, is Eli a hall of famer? So yeah, I, I would love to see Lamar Jackson get one, but for Detroit, it would be nice. Dan Campbell kneecaps. Hey, it works. So I'm Ron Johnson. That's Sam Maxim. When everybody know you can uh, make sure you find Locked On Sports Minnesota 24-7 on our YouTube live stream for your favorite Minnesota sports shows around the clock. It's Vikings, Wild Wolves, Twins, and Gophers at all hours of the day. Have a great week, people.